my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to schedule meetings for 50 minutes, not 60. That way, people can get where they're going, and more meetings can start on time. As I have studied corporate schedules over the years, I have been fascinated to see how most organizations, or at least most individual people, have some sort of default length for their meetings. Some places set the default at 30 minutes, but 60 minutes tends to be the most common. Because people wind up in a lot of meetings, many of these meetings get scheduled back-to-back. This is a problem. Because if you are in a meeting that runs from 9 to 10, and another one that runs from 10 to 11, you are expected to be in two different meetings at precisely 10 a.m. Now, if the meetings are in different places, this is a physical impossibility. But even if both meetings are by video conference, and even if the first ends precisely on time, you will still be a minute late to the second because it takes a non-zero amount of time to log in. You also won't have time to use the restroom or make any notes about follow-ups from the first meeting, which means those to-dos may fade to the back of your mind until they urgently boil back up. And, of course, many meetings do not end on time. That makes people even later for all subsequent meetings. So all meetings after the first start in a discombobulated way, as you decide whether to wait for the latecomers or shift the agenda accordingly. Fortunately, this is a comparatively easy problem to solve. Indeed, it is a problem that most high schools have solved. You need to create a passing period between scheduled events so people can get from one commitment to another. If you are in a leadership role at your organization, one obvious way to do this is to set the norm of having meetings start on the hour and end at 10 minutes until the hour. That is, they are all 50 minutes long instead of 60 minutes long. That way, even participants with back-to-back meetings aren't inevitably late for all of their meetings of the day, except the first. 
You can even encourage staff to adjust their Outlook settings to shorten the duration of all events, so that meetings default to a specific amount of time before the hour. A few organizations choose a corollary to this idea, that is, all meetings start 10 minutes after the hour and end on the hour. That can also work, but it is slightly less intuitive to explain to people outside the organization. So I like on the hour and ending 10 minutes till. Now, it is true that 50 minutes is less than 60 minutes. And if you were accustomed to filling every single one of those 60 minutes efficiently in all of your meetings, then you may have to rethink things. But in my experience, there are very few corporate meetings that were scheduled for 60 minutes, but that could not take 50. Indeed, since many meetings start late because of latecomers from previous meetings, the material may often be taking closer to 50 minutes anyway, as people get antsy once the clock strikes the hour and they know they need to go to the next thing. Best to acknowledge this. Now, if you are not in a leadership role, this might be a bit harder to establish. But you can certainly make it happen for any meetings that are under your control. If you know people are going to be late, plan on starting at five minutes after the hour and then end 10 minutes before. Yep, that means turning your 60-minute meetings into 45-minute ones. But hey, you listen to this podcast. You thrive on doing things effectively. I am betting that you could figure it out. Of course, in the grand scheme of things, it would be better to just have fewer meetings. Ideally, when a meeting happens, it is because something needs to change in the world that can only result from bringing those people together. The length of the meeting is determined by what needs to happen and not by some arbitrary clock time. If you need 20 minutes, you set the meeting for 20 minutes. If you need 37.5 minutes, you ask for that, and everyone is going to assume your agenda is incredibly well thought through. But if that is not going to happen, the next best solution is to shorten all meetings just a little. People won't be late. They can catch their breath. They can think about what just happened. And then they can start the next thing. This is a fairly simple fix that can have a big impact in terms of increasing focus, and avoiding a sense of being overwhelmed. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. Radio. 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.